watching our uniquely, wonderfully, and fearfully made in the image of Almighty God. And so as we gather to hear a word from the Lord, I, I ask that you pray with and for me. Come with us now to the New Testament Gospel according to Luke. And here again the familiar stories, the familiar truth about the birth of Jesus. Luke, Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 7. Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 7. If you have the word of God in any form, I invite you to stand out of respect for his word. And listen now for the word of God. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. In modern terms, that means taxed. It's a census. And this was the first registration. It was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph. Joseph husband of Mary. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and the family of David. He went to be registered with Mary to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. And now I want you to pray with and for me. Oh Lord, as I come this Christmas season, I ask the man, Lord, that you, you would allow the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable. In thy sight, O Lord, for you, you are my strength, and you are my redeemer. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I pray. Let everybody say, Amen. If you're in the sanctuary, smile at somebody. If you're at home, smile at somebody. If you're in your car, 
smile. Amen, amen. Our sermon topic for today is God has a plan. God has a plan. Our scripture lesson reads, in those days the decree went out from uh, uh, Caesar Augustus and that the world should be registered. Augustus Caesar was ruling, but God was in charge. Because God, you see, had a plan. And God used Caesar's decree to move Mary and Joseph 80 miles from Nazareth to Bethlehem to fulfill his word, his plan written in the word of God, the Bible. Now, beloved, our lesson today will bring to our consciousness this truth. So this truth that God is still in control and God does things in his way. God is still alive and well in our lives today, despite all the things that are happening in the world. But you know, I'm, I'm concerned. I'm, I'm concerned, and I'm, I'm glad the Bible says that everything I'm concerned will be, about will be perfected, but I'm still a little concerned about all the people in the world today who just want to have things their way. I mean, young people commit suicide because somebody said no or things didn't go their way. People getting on the airplane today just acting really crazy because they don't want to wear a mask. Well, they should have got on there because that was one of the, the requirements. I don't know what's happening to people today. There, there just seems, there seems to be a narcissistic spirit flowing in the country today. People are just in love with themselves. We see things happening everywhere. You know, when people don't get their way, they react with guns. We used to kind of talk about it. You know, they act with guns and fighting and having a hissy fit. You remember that song? I did it my way. Oh, however. Christians are committed to doing things God's way. And our lesson today is going to show us a way of looking at the reasons things might have turned out the way they have in our lives as Christians. When Mary said, be it unto me according to God's word, in Luke chapter 1 verse 38, it means that from then on, her life would be a part of the fulfillment of a divine prophecy. I said divine, not human, prophecy, not the words. Mary was saying what Jesus said. Not my will, God, but thy will. Thy will be done. You know, beloved, when we became a Christian and we begin to mean what we say about the Lord having his way in our lives. You know, we sing about it, we talk about it, but we better stop and think about what that means. Have thine own way, Lord. Have thine own way. 
always say it, but do we mean it? Child of God, it is just not easy to accept the fact that if our things and ourselves belong to God, then everything that happens to us has been used to make us more of who God would have us be. Oh, y'all need to hear that. When we accepted Jesus as our Lord and our Savior, it was then that our lives became God's instrument and not our own. God created us and took control of our lives when we accepted the Holy Spirit to live inside of us. Therefore, whatever we've gone through, if you're a Christian and you live with God, whatever we have gone through or are going through, listen, God used it. Whatever we are going through now, God's gonna use it. Whatever we will go through in the future, God has already mapped out the end results. God is using everything we experience in this life to make us more and better than we were before it happened because his word says, all things are working together for good for those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. You remember Job in the Old Testament? Job said, after I've gone through all of this pain and suffering, then I shall come forth as pure gold. Oh, the word of God says, what the enemy meant for evil. If you're a child of God, God's going to turn it. He's going to turn it into good. God is in control, and God does things his way, not our way. Why? Because God has a plan. Beloved, everything that was happening to Mary and Joseph in our scripture lesson was happening just as the scripture said. If God's word controls our lives, then the events of history only help us fulfill the will of God. Because God says, I am watching over my word to perform it. That's why you just can't hear the word. You got to do the word. Now, that's God's promise to me and to you. God does it his way. God says, for I know, not your mama, not your daddy, for I know the plan that I have for you. I have plans to prosper you, and I can already plans to give you hope and a future. Ah, oh, Mary, Mary. Mary, the mother of Jesus said, not my will, Lord, not my will, but your will be done. And that's what we must say. And we must mean it when we become a Christian, not my look for the gifts of God in children? Or do they wait till the counselor gives them a test to win that all God has a purpose for all of us. And what God wants us to do to take precedence over what we want to do. And then, then there's an act of obedience to God's will for our lives. And God loves obedience to his will and to his purpose for our lives. Thank God for folk who say yes to God's will. 
says that Joseph and Mary went from the town of Nazareth and Galilee to Judea and on to Bethlehem. And Mary was pregnant with child. This, this journey must have been very tiring for Mary, but, but she still rejoiced in doing the will of God. Can you imagine what it must have been like to be Mary? Listen, Mary had plans. She had dreams of her own. She was young, engaged. But that day is like being married, but still a virgin. She was innocent, full of joy, full of wonder, full of vitality, looking forward to settling down with the man she loved, buying a beautiful home, raising her children, and living in peace and serenity around a white picket fence. However, somebody say, however, however. However, our scripture lesson reminds us that God is God. And do you know what about God? God will change our plans. There's a saying that we plan and God laughs. God will change our day. God will rearrange our entire schedule. God will jump right in our business and change the subject. God will take you and send you down the street rather than around the corner. God will send you way out of the way and then watch the car stop. Mary could have, have could not have protected the exact circumstances of her life. Oh, but she was a devout, obedient child of God. Even in her reluctance, she was willing to let God have her life. God have her life and do with her life whatever God wanted to do. Mary said, not my will, but God's will be done in my life. Beloved, one of the questions those of us who go through the process of becoming an ordained elder in this United Methodist Church one of the questions they ask is, tell us about your call. I can remember the day and every, every aspect. Because being a pastor is a call from God, not a career decision a person makes with her own will. It's an act of obedience to God's will. And God has a calling for all of us. God wants to take control of our lives and do great things with each of us. God wants to, us to give all we have that he has given to us for us to do his will and give him glory. Oh yes, Mary, the mother of Jesus, she suffered. She was scorned for being a virgin who was pregnant. The light did not make sense to other people. But the truth is, when people don't understand what God has called you to do, it doesn't matter because he didn't call them, he called you. It's important that you and me, that we understand the call. Things were just not working the way they were supposed to by other people's standards. God will always make other people 
look at you and be funny when we're doing God's will. One day they say sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, <laughs> because they will never be able to figure out God's way. Ah, I can remember the first elected African-American woman bishop of this denomination, who has gone on to glory now, Bishop Leontine T.C. Kelly. We all loved her. And one day she was talking to us, and she said, you know, I still have to go through that, that woman thing. She said, but never let that bother you. She said, I can remember somebody asked, said to me, they said to me, Bishop, Paul the Apostle says, God doesn't call women to preach. And Bishop said, I just politely answered, Paul the Apostle didn't call me. God did. I'm just saying. We're going to give our lives to the Lord. You better get ready. Get ready, get ready. Ready for the persecution that will come before the blessing. Oh, glory to God, saints. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I wonder this. I wonder this. I wonder. Well, why, why couldn't God fix it so that Mary was in the right circumstance to go through the stuff that she went through? Open, why, why, why couldn't God just let Jesus be born where Mary already was? Why did she have to ride on a donkey while she was nine months pregnant? And then when she reached her destination where she knew no one, the word of God says, while they were there. The time came for her to deliver her child while they were there. Not only did she have to go out of the way for where she was going to a place without a name. The word of God says, while they were there. Not while they were in Bethlehem, but there. Let's, let's work, let's play with this. Let's work this, this there thing. Let's, let's play with this. Beloved, you know what? There. T-H-E-R. There can be a lonely, lost, cold, rugged, uncomfortable, wet, dirty, dark, nasty, stinky, low-down place. There. There can be a distant, unfamiliar, nosy, noisy, little crowded, loud, hazy, dry, desert place. There. There. There can be a hellhole, ghetto, mean, mire. Ignorant, destitute, the kind of ugly place I'm talking about. Their places. Their places. Oh, you know the places you wish you had never ended up in? Yeah, you do. You, you know the places that you never thought you'd even be in? Oh, yeah. You, you, know, you know the place where you cried the most? You know the place where your heart was just Oh, you know the place where you, you lost your cool, you know what I mean. You know the place where you ended up. That there. That there place. While they were there, the time came for Mary to deliver the child she was carrying. Oh, child, child of it's when we get there <laughs> that we had it made. 
is when we get there, we have it now because it took all we had to make it there. Mary was uncomfortable all the time. Mary was tired most of the way. Mary was ready for the journey to end. It was all she could do to just sit on that donkey for one more minute. But she got there because her miracle couldn't happen anywhere else but there. Oh, good God You see, there looked bad to Mary, but that was in God's plan all the time. Oh, glory to God. Sometimes we get there and we think God's not there. We don't realize that God put us there in the first place so he can bless us. He can't work a miracle without a problem. Hey, there's a problem. Listen, listen, listen. listen. It was there that God had prearranged for the birth of his son. It was there that God had ordained the miracle of miracles to happen. It was there that God had planned for the Savior of the world to be born. Oh, so do not be intimidated, beloved child of God, by your there situation. See, that's when your peace that nobody can understand will show up. You there, people wondering how you got peace. That's when the joy that is unspeakable will show up. There, people wondering how you can be there and still have joy in the Lord. I'm telling you, don't get upset. When you find yourself in a bad place, because God set it up. Stay in a Hilton, but God 
and played the miracle at the Motel 6. I'm sure they wanted to live in Beverly Hills, but God had planned a miracle in New Shoe, Texas. They wanted to drive a Rolls Royce, but the wonder was going to happen in a Ford. They wanted to have money, but the phenomenon was going to happen when they were stone broke, not even no change in the ashtray in the car. I'm talking about God. I'm talking about God, beloved. But beloved, we must trust God. Trust Him. Because God has to do it His way in our lives. God has a plan for each of us who love Him. And so, child of God, in the middle of our situation, that the blessing will just shoot up. It's in the middle of our sorrow. The joy will pop out. It's when we're at our lowest. The God will raise us to our highest level. Oh, it's when our plans fail that God's plans will go on autopilot. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And God, remember this, God is the one able to do exceeding and abundantly more than we could ever ask or say, I'm talking about what God can do, will do, and is doing. Hallelujah. In any state we find ourselves in, God is still an amazing God. So listen, listen. I'm just going to tell you something today that I know about the Lord. You know what I know about? Tell you something, those of you who love God, those of you who know you need to join the church, and those of you who know you need to go through the, the initiation to be a Christian, I'm going to tell you something. God is getting ready. Oh, Jesus. God is getting ready to bless you. God is getting ready to bless you and 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 me too. God's getting ready. We haven't seen anything yet. The best is yet to come. God is not through with pouring out blessings on those he loves. God is going to bless you, so don't give up in the labor pain. It's going to happen. Tell your neighbor, God's going to get ready to bless me right now. Oh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. You're going to receive a blessing. Now you need to say, I receive that. In Jesus' name. My dearly beloved, today is about the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Today is about the rebirth of our faith. Today is about the renewal of our spirits. Today is about the greatest thing that ever happened to humankind. Our Lord and our Savior is born. So as we gather to celebrate the birth of our Lord, we can also thank Mary and Joseph for all the things that they went through to make the will of God manifest. Many times we say, where is God? And God is saying, where are you? I gave you the gifts. What you doing? I'm waiting on you. 
my will, Mary said. When God calls her. Not my will, but God's will be done. You see, you see, beloved. We are in God's will. There is no better place to be. Miracles happen when we are obedient to the will of God for our lives. People just want us to do what we want to do. They think that the best thing we can do is what we want to do. Somebody asked me one day, why are you still in the United Methodist Church? Well, that's a stupid question. But the answer is, God had released me. I'm here because God put me here and I didn't even tell God tell me to. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. There's a peace. Oh, Lord. There's a peace when you're in God's will. That there's a peace that passes all human understanding. When we are obedient to God's will for our lives. Oh, my. You know, and many times we don't even realize the impact that our obedience to the will of God has on people and the whole world. Thank God for all the people called and said yes to being a nurse. Thank God to the call of somebody who, who said, God, you told me to be a teacher. Thank God for the social workers. Thank God for the doctors who are called because they're making an impact in the world today. Oh, the songwriter asked the question. Sometimes we don't know. You're going to get all like me and have somebody say, Pastor, do you remember when you were out on Mary. Mary. Did, did you know? Did you know that your baby boy would one day walk on water? Mary, did you know that your baby boy Save our sons and daughters. Did you know that your baby boy has come to make you new? Mary, did you know that this child, this gift that you delivered, will soon deliver you? Mary.
The name of God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. 